On today's Car Sports Talk, we review Philly's improbable Super Bowl run, look ahead at the NFL future, review this year's Super Bowl halftime show, and discuss our favorite Super Bowl commercials. Huge shout-out to Philly, guys. Congrats. Welcome, everyone, to the episode of Car Sports Talk. Today is February 5th, and guys, the Philadelphia Eagles are our 2018 Super Bowl champs. I hate to say so it, congratulations to them. hate to say it. So yeah, me, hyped. I, I love seeing Brady and Belichick lose. I, th- that may be the closest I ever get to a uh, green and white team winning the Super Bowl, so I'm going to take that. You know, I was really happy yesterday. Uh was watching here because now you know we hear after the game how you know why Malcolm Butler wasn't playing and the Patriots look a little dis- dysfunctional right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. Give it an off season. They'll not I was gonna say that's not lasting too long. It is just uh, post Super Bowl chatter, but after the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski said his shirt is uh, He's up to sit back and look it over. And I mean, you know, Bill Belichick, they, they benched Malcolm Butler, they're starting, you know, their star corner. And ultimately, that may be one of the biggest reasons they lost this game. Not only that, they also, if you look at their coaching decisions, they also decided not to play Deion Lewis as much as they usually did. And Deion Lewis has been their workhorse for around the second half of the year once Rex Burkhart, Burkhead went down. Yeah, Deion, Deion Lewis was third in the league this year with like a five, 5.0 yards per carry um he was he was severely outsnapped by james white who got the majority of it um but james james white had a, a good game he had a nice touchdown run early in the uh, second quarter i don't think the patriots punted once the whole game well they definitely well they definitely didn't make their field goals you know their longtime kicker <laughs> even gostowski you know he had one job his whole career and the biggest game you know he just uh he didn't have it in him today or last night So, guys, you just got to be like, how, what do we think about Nick Foles right now? Like, this man proved us wrong every day. Foles, he had a game. He threw for 378 yards, three touchdowns, and he caught one. That, 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 that was possibly the ballsiest call in all of Super Bowl history. What a, what a job by Doug Peterson. Man. I was going to say, I think he did a great job executing his coach's great plan. Absolutely. He, they really – he outcoached the greatest coaching tactician of all time. Yeah, second year in the league. He was a, he was a gym teacher before with uh, – and then and, – and he did a phenomenal job, whether it was with Wentz or Foles. And when we said the coach, coach of the year two episodes ago, we all said Doug Peterson as, as our one of our guys that should get consideration. He only got one I, vote. I, which was surprising, him only getting one vote for that award. Yeah, yeah. Him and Belichick each got, like, one each. Um, you know, Mike Zimmer was ahead of him. Um, and congrats also to all, everyone who did end up winning. Um, Tom Brady taking home MVP. The, the Rams had three guys. Rams had the Offensive Player of the Year in Ty Gurley, Defensive Player of the Year in Aaron Donald, and Coach of the Year in Sean McVay, all very deserving. We're also um, we're all correct with our 
rookie of the year pick. The Saints swept that. And uh, huge congratulations to uh, J.J. Watt on winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year, uh, raising $37 million for Houston. That's a uh, fantastic job he did there. Yep, they needed it. But I want to head back to the Super Bowl. Uh, guys, one of the things that I think really stood out in the game, um, the Eagles really was were able to get their backfield going most of the game, which is something that the Falcons failed to stick with last year in the Super Bowl. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt had 90 yards and a touchdown. Um, Jay Ajayi ran nine, nine carries, 57 yards. Corey, Corey Clement had four catches for 108 yards and a touchdown. And LeGarrette Blunt were just wearing that defense down all game. They had no answer. Well, the Eagles have one of the best offensive and defensive lines in the NFL, and they came out and played and dominated that game. Yeah, but they they were also doing it without their uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame left tackle Jason Peters as well. They just dominated the line of scrimmage. They've had so many injuries that fit them, but they just continue. It's it's incredible success with the injuries they had. Yeah. There's really being able to see what they do. Um but talking about injuries, I mean, the Patriots really got the injury bug in this game. You know, Gronk left the game with a concussion. Um, Malcolm Jenkins hit on Brandon Cooks was – that was a huge hit. He knocked the living daylight out of him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, he went was night dead night. on the field. He was dead. <laughs> he, he, he was absolutely done there. Um, but still, you know, Danny Amendola uh, still had a uh, hell of a game. He had like what, yeah. five catches, 142 yards, or was it eight catches, 142 yards? It was eight catches, 152 yards. 152 yards, and a 50, yeah. yeah, along with 50. So that, they per, they spread the ball around the pads at the uh, in the second half. You saw that they actually wanted to get Gronk involved a lot more, and. I, I can't say enough about what Tom Brady did, the first quarterback to ever throw for 500 yards in a postseason game, but that defense that just wasn't clicking for them. Nope. Um, Brady, Sebo, is the first quarterback ever to have 500 yards passing and three touchdowns in a game with no turnovers and to lose the game. And that's not just postseason. That's, that's um, regular season as well. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that's that's the funny thing, you know. Like after the Eagles <clears throat> scored at the end, at the uh, with about two minutes, and they were up six. We we're all, I'm sure everyone was just thinking to themselves right now. I know everyone that I was with, they're all just saying, "Well, Brady's about to go drive down the field, and this is gonna be his Super Bowl." The story we've all seen before, and um, Chris Long, a guy who won the Super Bowl last year with the Patriots, made the uh, game-winning play, and he uh, stripped uh, Tom Brady. That was one. That was probably the biggest play of the game, hundred percent. You think? Oh yeah, Goldblatt. That was probably one of the happiest moments of your life, of your oh my sports God. life. I, I stood up and I was like, I was just screaming. I, I was, was so hyped. I was so hyped. You know, it feels nice to know that we talk some smack to our Patriot fans, especially when they're all down. It's fun kicking them all they're down. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Recorded a couple of videos right after they lost. I felt good about myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just I sent my friend friend who is a Patriots fan laughing faces and said that's all I gotta say. <laughs> and he real quickly jumped onto the Yankees bandwagon right after. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Just to get off topic, real quickly off the Super Bowl, did you guys see um the Todd father Todd Frazier signed with uh, the Mets today? Yeah, put your thumbs down. Happy. I I like the signing. I think yeah, you guys that, can have him. I mean, we have prospects. Uh, yeah, I know that, but. The, the Mets have a huge problem at third base, and I think it's going to be him 
and has Drupal holding the fort down there. I think they're going to have Reyes and possibly bring in a guy like Eduardo Nunez at second base. But I like it more in a leadership, a good guy in the locker room, him and Jay Bruce, they'll definitely do well. They, when the Mets traded their veterans last year for prospects like Neil Walker, Addison Reed, Jay Bruce, that's when they completely went downhill and they became a joke. They need more veteran leadership in that clubhouse, and I think it was a great signing. Well, Todd Frazier wanted to stay in New York, and honestly, the Yankees couldn't afford a guy who strikes out as much as Frazier. Like, they already have Judge, who led the league in strikeouts. John Carl has a big swing. Sanchez took out a lot in the playoffs. Can't have too many of those in your lineup. I mean, and, I- and they, I feel like they're very comfortable with just waiting a month or two, like, who they have, Chase Hadley playing third, and then bring no, for we, we don't have anybody right now. It's it's projected that um, our two top prospects are going to man second and third. Two of our top prospects, one's Miguel Andujar, and one of my personal favorites. The only problem with him, he's a little he's a little messy in the field. That's why they're trying to clean up. But he's only twenty two years old, and they have. Uh, a former top prospect in MLB and Glaber Torres, who's supposed to play second. Well, guys, we got a uh, very off topic there. That was I, I'll take blame for that. But uh, let's save the baseball talk because now that football's over, which is which is that, that's why this Monday is the worst day of the year. Um, well, well, plenty of time. You know, baseball, baseball reports back in two weeks, I believe. Pitchers and catchers. Yep. The Mets, the Mets are the 19th Sebo. I believe that's when pitchers and catchers report. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, guys, so let's look at, ahead. Um, Nick Foles, do you see him? I think he's going to end up just staying in Philadelphia. He, he's already a Philadelphia hero. He's already getting $7 million, which is probably, I mean, that's, what I, that's, a, that's the most I would pay him. But I just think he found the right system and just happened to be on the best all-around football team this year. I think he'll be staying put in Philadelphia, though. And another thing is when – Coming off ACL, sur- ACL surgery, he just got it in December, so he might not even be fully healthy. I know they said that he was throwing the ball incredibly well, but that's just arm talent that he has. So who knows if he's 100% to begin the year. Yeah, him him, um, and Deshaun Watson were just a couple weeks apart from each other. But, I mean, it all, it all really depends on how motivated he is going into the offseason and attacking his rehab, which I'm sure he's going to be on top of that. Um, we see Gordon Hayward right now in the Celtics who, you know, the first game of the year just destroyed his ankle and his leg, and apparently he may even come back by playoff time. So if he's not able to do that one year, you know, I think Carson Wentz will be back. Um, yeah. So let's look, guys. Um, the, the Eagles are now in the 32 spot in the draft, and the Patriots are in the 31 spot. Sebo, what do you think are a couple holes that the Patriots really need to fill? Pass rusher. They can't, they can't pressure the quarterback. I think that's their biggest need. Letting a guy like Chandler Jones go showed they need a pass rush. They didn't talk, They didn't come close to touching Foles. Harrison yeah. James Harrison was the only one who did. Was he thirty eight years old? Thirty nine years old? And yeah, they, I, they were going with James Harrison, Kyle Van Noy, and um, Mal- you know Malcolm Brown's a good D tackle, but like these are not guys like you know th- this Patriots defense was just not very special for most of the. Uh, most of um this year. I mean, Stephon Gilmore, I think, progressively got better throughout the year. I thought he played a very good game. But, I mean, this Patriots defense, I thought, was just doomed from the start without Malcolm Butler. Apparently, the reason he wasn't playing 
um, was one, he had a bad week in practice. Apparently, he was this. This is what they what was reported from the Patriots. He was sick during the week and had a bad practice. And then, like you know, he just didn't handle. Um, he was getting benched during practice, which he didn't handle. And had to fall out the play with the coaches. I also heard that he was caught. He missed curfew and was caught with marijuana during the week. So, you know, it definitely hurts their chances in this game. But I mean, they they did the right move. If that is true. Yeah, they you got to do what you got to do. You got to discipline some players, and that's a guy that's likely not going to be on the team next year. So, no shot. Yeah. Um, now looking at the Eagles guys, I mean, you know, like we said, basically all around, they are just as complete as you get. Um, they're getting their, they're getting the, their QB back in Wentz, who was the leading MVP candidate going into the game, uh, going, um, for most of the season before he got hurt. Um, I would say that I guess maybe their biggest needs, um, to fill for them is maybe finding a, th- uh, another deep threat receiver. Um, I don't think they should bring Torrey Smith back. And so they already have Alshon and Nelson Aguilar. So that's maybe something they can look at. But they, I think also they need to look into the secondary as well. Yeah, I, they gave up 500 passing yards and three touchdowns. That's, you know, that can't. I, yeah, I think their biggest needs definitely at, are at cornerback. You see the success they had with their defense. I'd say most of, the, most of it came from a combined unit because they have a very, pro- probably the best front seven in football. So, and then another thing I'd say is to look to actually replace Jason Peters in the near future at left tackle. Yeah, since he's that he's old, yeah. he's old and injury prone now. He's been hurt a lot the last couple seasons, and obviously was out for most of this year. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, see them going offensive tackle or maybe even best player available because honestly, like they don't have that many holes on their team. So, best player available will help them especially if it's a skill position player like corner or wide receiver. And they need to find a replacement for Peters to make sure that offensive line stays strong. Going forward, yeah, going forward in the future, absolutely. Um, Jason Peters, I, know, I think he may still have another you know, two years left in him, but they really are just a team without many holes on them. Um, guys, Tom Brady had the chance to like break um, a long streak going right now of – uh, players who were given the MVP award and then were to, you know, there was a long streak of players winning the MVP award and then losing the big game the next day, and that streak is going to continue to go on, which I'm very happy for. I think the last time was since Kurt Warner in 1999. Yep, that's yeah, what it was. It was him. Man, I, I just, you know, now all we can do is just talk and speculate about football, and everything everything is going to be all about Oh, well, now it's a team on paper now. You know, we don't know anything anymore. Football's yeah. over. Football changes way too much year to year. That's the thing. It's yeah, yep. the only thing that's consistent is the Patriots. The the injuries. The injuries change the football landscape. Because here's the thing, you know, with football, you know, unlike basketball where we see the same teams great every year and the same teams playing in the finals every year, with football, you know, it's a, it's 11 guys on the field well, tw- you, you have 22 starters, um, not including your special teams guys. So there's a lot more happening. A lot more players need to contribute. So, you know, a couple guys don't do their job, and this team's, a team can fall down. Um, and that's why the NFL is so great because, you know, we say, we say this all the time. You know, one year you can be in the Super Bowl, but how many times do we see teams win the Super Bowl and then the following year miss out on the playoffs? 
The, well, the Falcons almost did this year. The Falcons almost did. The Giants is the Giants um missed the playoff missed the playoffs both times after they won the Super Bowl. Also, the Panthers. Yeah, Raiders looked terrible this year. Um, another um, Super Bowl uh, streak that was ended this this weekend was um, the white jerseys. The last teams all win the Super Bowl were all wearing white. Yeah, just, just I mean Super Bowl. Not not a very important thing. Yeah, that, that, there's definitely always some speculation around. That's that, just so. superstition. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys. What did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, that was my honest. twin. That was my twin. I'm a young Justin Timberlake, if you guys didn't know. I'm going to be honest. I usually don't watch. I I didn't watch it. I usually just – that's my break time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, no, we're with you know what? You go see, about. Oh, okay. Usually, I – that was actually the first time I've ever seen the Super Bowl halftime show. It, I just happened to be with – a decent amount of girls where I was kind of forced <laughs> to watch it. So, sadly, for once. That's the thing. The group of people I was with, you know, they did not care about watching the show. Like, we watched it, but we didn't really hear him, so I didn't hear well. And his outfit looked so funky. Like, he was wearing, like, the forest on his whatever. Yeah, another thing is he didn't, like, everyone was speculating, oh, he might bring out, what, NSYNC or Janet Jackson. Uh, he just stuck to himself. But I like Justin Timberlake. He's a good, he's a good performer. Yeah. He's a funny good yeah. actor, funny guy. He also so. brought out the um the Prince hologram, which I read before the game was uh was not gonna be there. Did you did you see the one where the, with Dave Chappelle as Prince? Oh my <laughs> I did. But Sebo, let me ask you, how does it feel knowing that two NFC teams won the Super Bowl yesterday? The Eagles won the game, and my god, it was Eli Manning hysterical. Him, him and Odell's dirty dancing routine had me rolling on the floor. That's the thing. I've always laughed at Eli. Like, Eli's always been a yeah. funny he's guy. A, he's a... Him and Peyton, they're always the direct TV commercials. Like, they're great. So, I was, I, honestly, I, I got a laugh out of it. Not that much the OBJ part. Eli. Eli cracks me. Yeah. Eli, yeah. Eli was definitely the star of that because we know OBJ's a good dancer. And we always see Eli getting caught making these goofy, dumb faces. And then he's hysterical, man. Like, Peyton was great also. Do you remember these great SNL skits when Peyton's, like, doing the D-ca? <laughs> oh, what about the SNL, the SNL skits where he's beaming footballs at people and he's locking them in the, oh, he's locking in the, the porta pod. pod. <laughs> she's like, he goes, close the door. Why are you getting out? <laughs> and, then he's, and then he's, like, breaking into his car. And then Eli hosted SNL, too. And his big skit was the um, – was the Big Brother bullying program where they just beat up Big Brothers. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, we also saw the end of Dilly Dilly. What did you guys think of uh, the Bud Knight? Uh, I love Dilly Dilly. I hate to see the end of it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm a big, job. big fan of Dilly Dilly. Rest in peace. <laughs> I was also a huge fan of um, Peter Dinklage, um, who plays Tyrion in the Game of Thrones, and Morgan Freeman, the, um, Ma- the um, Mountain Dew and the Doritos commercial. When they were lip singing um the Chris Brown song, I don't remember that one. Yeah, honestly. Oh my god, you guys gotta watch that one. That was hysterical. If you just type in Peter Dinklage Doritos, that that was probably the second best commercial I thought um of the night behind Eli. You know I which was... one I didn't like the the new Alexa remote one. 
You know, all the Alexa ones, I, I always missed out on, but I kept seeing a bunch of people doing it. What, what it was, were you talking about? It was, a lot, it was a lot of Cardi B. They, one of them was, what would you, re, uh, what would happen if we replaced Alexa's voice? Like, they went through a malfunction, and they're like, oh, we got it covered. And it was a different actor every time. <laughs> but it was a lot of Cardi B, so I didn't find it. And I thought it was kind of over the top, because it dragged on for over a minute, so... Every 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 year I miss out on a bunch of commercials because I'm with a a bunch of people and I get distracted. So we all thought. Um, I mean, the biggest star in all the commercials. I mean, I don't know how many he was in, but David Harbor, the guy who plays Jim Hopper from Stranger Things, the cop, he was in like every single commercial. He was in Alexa commercials. He was in a Mr. Clean commercial. He was like playing tennis with old old people. It was hysterical. I, I was just hyped to see the new Avengers and the Han Solo. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I wanted to get into. I am – this is, our inner nerd can come out now. I am so excited for Avengers Infinity War. It is crazy. Yeah. Like, like I want to see that, that movie, Solo movie, movie too. Yeah. Like me and Sebo, you know, for the past – you know, got since basically the first Avengers came out, have normally seen a lot of these movies together like – now the fact you guys, that you see like three you guys go on dates, yeah, we hold yeah. each other's hands. <laughs> we, yeah, we saw Thor this year a couple weeks, a couple months ago. What do you guys say about that? Uh, what is uh, you watch? Although you watched <laughs> Thor just the other day, didn't you? Yeah, with Singali. You watched it with Singali. That's your your roommate. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, yeah. Me and Gold, I go to the movies either. I let him hit my jewel. We have a good time. We have a fun time. That's cute. That'll be good time. But yeah, I mean, how cool is it that we're gonna see Iron Man? Uh, not the original Avengers plus Doctor Strange and Spider Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy are coming in there. and and the Black Panther right and Black yes. Panther which comes out on February. I'm 5th. hyped to see that movie. I heard it. Thanks. I heard it's it's gotten good reviews from people who've seen it so far or have heard. That's, it. I heard the soundtrack it's like looks a, fire too. It's produced by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you hear the song with the weekend? Yeah, yeah, oh, that was pretty fire. And then he has a song with Travis coming. Yeah, out. that one hasn't released yet. He has, he does have one out right now with Future, however. And these aren't. Oh, I don't, li- I don't like Future in that one. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Say, I'm not a big fan. Not getting um, another thing though, you know, we saw the Han Solo trailer, um, and they only showed a quick forty seconds of it, and on TV, and they didn't show much of Han Solo's Han Solo, and the, and the actor who's playing him, Alden Einrich. I mean, he doesn't really look like Harrison, like. He doesn't look like Han Solo whatsoever. Well, it's supposed to be a younger one. Maybe I know, like... I know that. But the thing is, you know, the guy's got to be. You know, Han Solo must have. Harrison Ford was thirty-four years old when they started filming the first Star Wars movie, and the guy who's playing um, Han Solo now is twenty-eight years old, I believe. So, this okay. is a legitimate like five-year difference in age. Disney Disney has been trying to do too much with that all. They've been. Releasing well, way they're... too many movies, and well, I mean, well, if you're I, an old Star Wars fan, you like? I didn't like. I didn't like the. I liked it too. I I really liked Rogue One. I liked Rogue yeah, One. I liked no, it. I liked Rogue One. I think Rogue One was the best one because out of the three know, that they've re- released in the past three years. Because here, here's the issue. You know, all the big ones like The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, that's a that definitely reaches out more to the kid audience, just as well. But with Rogue One, you know, the, the new trilogy prequels are coming out. So they have Rogue One and then now the Solo story. These look a little more dark and gritty and a little more for the adult audiences. I mean, Han Solo is a, is a 
it was a drinker, a thief, and a stud. And a stud, yes. Han Solo. You don't like Han Solo. He's, you know, kill yourself. I, I hope my boy Chewbacca's in the movie. Chewbacca, Chewbacca's in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woody Harrelson I mean, is also in the movie. Um, maybe a little Vader. Yeah, <laughs> little, little Some Lord Vader. Yeah, that's my guy. Debo, Amelia Clark, the actress who plays Daenerys Targaryen, is in it as well. So I'm watching. That's all I, you got me sold already. Yeah. Um, and also, Donald Glover, uh, who is going to be soon retiring the name Childish Gambino, he is playing a young Lando. And yeah. A lot of people on Twitter said that he was stealing the show in the 40-second teaser trail. He did, I mean, he had, like, two scenes in it, and he, I mean, he looked pretty cool, but... No, he's just good at what he does when it comes to acting entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta's you, a phenomenal show. Have Give you, it a watch, people. Have you seen his show? Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. Is that, it's a good show, right? Very good show. I, I haven't seen it. Second, haven't, season, second season comes out soon. I watched the first season. I, I loved it. I think it's a great show. I, I've been binge-watching uh, The Office. I just started that. Well, that's because you're Dwight. No, you are, Dwight. It's actually oh, crazy. Coming off that, binge-watching, what I saw a Super Bowl commercial that caught my interest possibly the most, besides the Avengers, easily Westworld. Looks off. Oh, yeah, I am a huge, me and Seabar are huge Westworld guys. That's definitely a show that RJ. Is that show good? Amazing. Is it about Dungeons & Dragons, like your Game of Thrones show? No. No, it's not like Power, which is about drugs, so, <laughs> RJ only watches, you know, Narcos and Power. Yeah, because um, there's, like, action. Yeah, there's no action in Game of Thrones. You don't, you, don't like, you don't like very, like, uh, you don't like... I don't like the mystical stuff. Yeah, you don't like science fiction and other stuff like that. That's just not for you. Name. Name. Although you do like <laughs> Lord Vader. That's now. That's my. If they came out with a Vader show, <laughs> well, all right. Jesus. So, um, who are your? Who is your 2019 Super Bowl picks, guys? Um, wow. Um, I honestly think my roommate's not gonna like this too much, but I think Rodgers comes back with the Packers, possibly leads them. Well, the, pa- the Packers have, you know, they their team, they really got to fix up their whole line. They need a tight end yeah. as well. The Packers have some holes, but, I mean, as long as they got, They'll a, address it. Long as got Aaron Rodgers, they're dangerous. I just feel like Rodgers has to make another Super Bowl again soon. He's just too good of a quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers cannot end his career having the same amount of Super Bowls as um, Joe Flacco and Nick Foles do. Yeah. No. Aaron Rodgers is, like, the best quarterback by by tools wise, like ever, I'd say. And then from the AFC, the Jets, definitely not them for the next twenty years. <laughs> next choice. <laughs> if I say a healthy Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson is the Super Bowl contender, there. No, I don't I think it's so, yeah. at all. Like I think that's that's exactly who my pick would be. My pick, I, I think a re- I think a rematch is going to happen. Really? really, first time in a long time. I think maybe the Steelers. I, I, I just, I, I think, don't see, I think I the Steelers are going down. Here's the thing. Well, it depends if if Ben comes back, which I think he will, and Le'Veon signs, which I think will, because he's not signed with the Jets for any amount of money. 
Um, I think so, like, overpowering. If they fix a couple things, like, maybe on their defense, then they're, they're right there. I I think they have too big of a hole. Once they lost Shades here, I think you saw how bad their defense actually is. They couldn't stop yeah. the run, but they also do have, I think, TJ Watt is <coughs> in core for them. The reason with my the rematch, I just think I still think the Pats are head and shoulder head and shoulders above everybody in the AFC until until the offseason happens, obviously. And yeah. then I think the Eagles are the best team. I think on paper they're the best team in the NFL. And they're missing their probably the MVP quarterback of the league this year. And I think he's a top three talent at court at the quarterback position in this league. So yeah, that's my thinking. I'm probably going to say in the AFC, I mean, it really is tough now. So I, I'm going to stick with my go-ahead with a Texans take right now. Um, and the NFC, I do I really think it's really tough, you know, because there's a lot of great teams. The Falcons, the Saints, the NFC, Panthers. The NFC, yeah, the, the NFC changes every year. I'm going to go with if, if the New Orleans Saints get Jimmy Graham, I'm going to go with the Saints. If they don't get it, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Because I think the Panthers definitely got to are going to try to do their best to provide more offensive weapons for Cam. You know, I mean, the Panthers rock with Devin Funches and McCaffrey. They have literally no other receivers. I mean, they have Greg Olson, but then they also need um, another corner. But they're a very dangerous team, dude. Like, I feel like they need an actual running back. Like, Jonathan Stewart well, no, is watching. At running back, they're fine. Stewart's their power back. McCaffrey there's, is their all-round back. And Cam does everything. Stewart's not that good. If they got a better person He's than Stewart old. with – yeah, exactly. They need a new and McCaffrey's basically a slot receiver in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not as much of like a of a true running back, but he is like you know underratedly good in between the tackles. It, it takes some time though, so not everyone's up to yeah. the speed in the for the NFL. But yeah, I think he's a much better asset as a receiver. Yeah. So guys, r- one last thing. With the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, now we need to come up right now and generate ideas for the Always Sunny episode of the Super Bowl. Gang goes to the Super Bowl? The gang goes to the Super Bowl. And the thing I'm worried is, um, is Dennis coming back. But here's the thing. I know this is all hypothetical if he comes back. In the show, when, you know, at the end of the 12th season, Dennis took off to go live with, um, you know, his, his son that he apparently um, has. And that's in Minnesota. Oh, okay. so, that, that, that's a little suspicious. The gang go. That's what I'm saying. You know, the Simpsons are these time try are these um fortune tellers. Maybe always sunny is. You know, uh, oh maybe the gang goes. The gang goes to the Super Bowl. They run into the dentist. Uh, what what are some crazy Frank and Charlie things that can happen? Or maybe the director oh. called up Vegas before <laughs> since the NFL's rigged half the time. It was like, oh, I need to make a new new season. Oh, Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Please. Please tell me you guys saw the Reddit the Reddit thread about LeBron Dennis systeming the Cavs. Oh my God, no, I didn't. Can you explain that? Because I love the Dennis system. That's one. Of, that's just a great all right. Idea. I'll give you a full rundown of the Dennis system, right? Now, in in regard to LeBron. Well, first off, can we just can we? I'm just gonna um, read off what the Dennis system is. So in, in an episode um, to our viewers right now, an episode of. Um, 
Always Sunny. The gang get you know the gang. Dennis tells the gang about his um the way he seduces women, and basically Dennis is a psychopath. So to start, yeah, D in the Dennis system stands for demonstrate your value. The E stands for engage physically. The first N is nurturing dependence. The second N is neglected, neglect emotionally. The is inspire hope. And the S is to separate entirely. And to those who <laughs> want to go and to those who do watch the show, Dennis. Please watch the show. Dennis, <laughs> watch the show. It is probably the greatest sitcom in a very long time, probably right around after Seinfeld, I'd say. I love it. But yeah, De- Dennis is a psychopath. <laughs> so here's and, and he's a potential serial killer that we don't know, and that's the great thing about the show. There's so many characters that like they lead off to these things. Like you know, Mac, Mac for the first twelve seasons, what you know was a in the closet homosexual, and everybody knew it until the twelfth season when they finally announced it. But Sebo, yeah, tell us what the Dennis system is with LeBron. <laughs> Demonstrated value by playing amazing basketball since his first game in the NBA. First day, yeah. E. Engage them physically by spending first seven years playing with them and taking them to their first finals. And nurtured their dependence by assembling a team that depended on him to be successful. And again, neglected them emotionally with the decision. I inspired hope by coming back and winning them their first championship. And now separate entirely after this offseason. <laughs> that's that's hysterical. Um, one thing the NBA changed this year was the their trade deadline. Um, during last year's All Star weekend, you know, we remember we seeing Demarcus Cousins rumors going around in the middle of the All Star game, and then right after the All Star game, you know, he's like whispered to in the middle of a meeting that he was traded to New Orleans. And he was. Well, I mean, he got to, he's going to play with Anthony Davis, but still, they decided that the all so the trade deadline is actually going to be on Thursday, which is something that we're going to discuss a little bit further on Wednesday. Apologies to all of our fans. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but during the Super Bowl, a lot of people tend to drink during it. So coming back at night to make a podcast was, uh, you know, wasn't the best idea to do. Yeah, just look at Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know, we saw Kevin Hart on TV dropping F. <laughs> so once we saw that happen, that's when we realized, you know what, we're going to be professional, take the day off. It's super it's super sick Monday. So we, we, we moved on to Monday. What made... To the to the fans, sick on Sunday. What made what? <laughs> what made you sick on Sunday? Well, let's let's start off with RJ. What made you sick on Sunday? On Sunday, let's see. I'll I'll, I'll start. Well, what made yeah, sick you start. was that my roommate told me. You guys both know my roommate Timmy. He said that he was gonna wake me up at ten thirty and that we were gonna go skiing, snowboarding at the mountain. And then the next thing I realized, um, it was two o'clock in the afternoon, and I and he had just wow. woken up from bed. Well, that's not, that's <laughs> not too surprising, honestly. Yeah, but that got me sick because I wanted to go skiing, and, I was, and it started snowing a lot, also. And we don't and okay. up here in Cortland, it'll snow one day, and then it'll be eighty degrees the next. Uh, well, you know, I, you live an hour away, RJ. You've been it's been twenty. It's been twenty degrees for the past two months. Oh, okay, no, because last week we had two days in a row of fifty, and then the next day it was ten degrees. Okay, meteorologist. I'm not a meteorologist. I went outside, RJ. I leave my house. 
he stuck yeah, yeah. he stuck his he stuck his hand back. He stuck his hand outside. He goes, ooh, yeah, I can't. Arjun opens his but Arjun opens up his window. Hmm, that's cool. <laughs> yep, going back inside. Going back inside. <laughs> baseball can wait. You know, thank God baseball is inside. Like the groundhog. I didn't see my shadow. Honestly, so I went back in my house. <laughs> Ground. What made me sick on Sunday was I have to give a shout out to my friend right now, Peter Bodo, for making me sick on Sunday. He he managed to tell me the wrong bet. Oh, speaking of bet, <laughs> oh, I won all of my Super Bowl profits. I won Eagles plus four, Eagles money line, Brady over two ninety seven. We won the coin toss, which was heads. Zach Ertz plus five catches and. There was one more. I can't think. Regardless, I won all my Super Bowl bets and walked away as a very happy camper. Congrats to you. I, I won a box. I, yeah. I give a little pat on the back of myself. Oh, Sibo, that's another thing that got me sick. Was right before, right was ten minutes before the Super Bowl. Our the guy who ran our box, our buddy Ryan Sullivan, huge Knicks fan, still not embracing the tank. No, hopefully one day he will. Um. He, you got it at box. this point. And I Venmo him $10 for a box. And he sends a picture of the box. And where my name be found? Nowhere. No box for Goldblatt. Well, because no one likes you. That's not. Yeah, he, he, saw the, he saw the $10 Venmo. He goes, eh. Eh. Free beer. He goes, that's a <laughs> He goes, round on me. <laughs> who knows? I mean, who knows, man? So, um, guys, for the rest of the week, um, we are going to, one, be exclusively only playing Philadelphia-inspired music. Two, we are going to be preaching every episode to Free Meek Mill. Dreams and Nightmares. Dreams and night. That is the reason they won. Me on- That's the reason why they won. They- That's what? the reason why they won. That intro is ridiculous. Absolutely. Catch me on Thursdays and Saturdays going to Dreams Absolutely. and Nightmares. Free Meek Mill. <laughs> Um, all right, so guys, um, this was the eighth episode of Car Sports Talk. So what's further to come in the week? We are going to be looking a little bit ahead at baseball. You know, MLB is right around the corner. We have the NBA trade deadline coming up on Thursday, so we're going to be discussing that a little bit further. And we will be completing our mock traps on Thursday. And don't forget, everyone, if you have not watched the Eli Manning and OBJ um, commercial, Dirty Dancing commercial, I highly recommend you do. Uh-huh. Oh, the time of my life. Oh, I'm just a fool. Yes, I swear. It's a dream.